0: Welcome to the Leongche podcast. In today's episode, Sydney and I talk a little bit about stress. Both of us are people who manage stress pretty well in our lives and we dig deep to try to figure out exactly how we do it. Before we get into it, we just wanted to give two shoutouts that we realized afterwards that we didn't talk too much about in the actual episode. So first up, shout out to my dad. When I was going through a pretty stressful time in uni, one of the most important things he ever said to me was something along the lines of, It's not good to feel stressed about something for too long. Whatever it is, you need to figure it out quick. So it almost seems like common sense, but it really made an impact on my life and how I viewed stress. Secondly, got a shout out to God. Because when we take a second to consider that an infinitely wise and loving God has our best interests in mind, it can really bring a transcendent feeling of peace over all the chaos that happens in life. So with that said, we're glad you're here with us. And as always, we hope that this episode can be interesting and beneficial for you.
1: Oh, oh my. my! Welcome to Leung Cha, a podcast to enjoy some figurative tea that may be good for your mind, body and soul. My name is Elam
0: and I'm joined by my co-host Sydney. And today we are going to be talking about the topic of stress and how to manage it better in your lives. But before we get into that,
1: how has your week been, Sid? Man, this week has been, I'm just balling, eh? Just, I swear, like, I had, so I had two hot pots over the weekend and that was, like, already so good. Like, you know, it's like that cold weather and you're just really craving, like, hot food. Yep. And also, just, just how it ended up happening was, like, I ended up eating burgers, like, five times this week. (laughs) oh my are you serious yeah i'm actually freaking beast so on tuesday um right before my social league i like like a sneaky um american muscle yeah so i get that and then on Thursday, we had our collab with the kiwi asian podcast so yeah they're starting out season two yo
0: shout out to the kiwi asian podcast man that was a fun little recording we did
1: and yeah had had mac is then and then oh crap and then i lost track oh and then on friday i had bacon in a mushroom melt with yourself oh yeah yeah oh, wait, that's only three <laughs> times oh, that's all right
0: wait i felt like five <laughs>
1: well, was well, i felt like five but every- oh no and then yesterday i was helping um, my mate move house right and then they shouted us burger field again oh and then nice. i was like yo let's go and then and then boom like my week has just been on the up <laughs>
0: Thanks, son.
1: Yeah. How are you? Froggy, that's
0: all man. That's that's a pretty ideal week, man. Two hot pots and five burgers.
1: Like I can literally feel the protein like going into my thumb and my pinky right now, because they're both injured. All three <laughs> of them are injured. <laughs> it's like yes. Now, you. N- now if you get a now if you get a 10 hour
0: sleep, bro, you're gonna be fully healed. That's some anime yes. logic for you. Anyway, my week's been it's been pretty rough, honestly, because uh, I woke up on Monday with like a super bad stiff neck, bro. Yeah, I couldn't even turn my head, and it's still like just eighty percent better now. So it's still a little sore at certain angles, um, and I still played my basketball games through it. So yeah, the Wednesday one, my Wednesday game was a bit ridiculous. It was better on Saturday, but and at the same time, I've had like some like personal life stuff happen, so that it's like my past week has involved like all kinds of like long ass chats.
1: So these right. long-ass chats with a stiff neck has just been like... <laughs> Man, you <laughs> must need like a neck brace or something. <laughs> it was,
0: yeah, it's been pretty rough. But, you know, I'm happy to have made it to this rainy Sunday evening. And we're recording yep. another episode. And I want to give a quick shout-out to Michelle and Andy, who are actually... Who came over for dinner. And they're actually still in the lounge. But I had to excuse myself to come record. Just oh. for you just for you listeners. So um, I had to cut my, my friendship time short. <laughs> So, shout out Michelle. She's been an avid listener in this past week. So, I'm sure she won't mind.
1: Oh, and if you're Michelle's colleague, uh, welcome, to the, welcome to the pod.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess okay. a little, little announcement podcast wise is got some feedback from other friends that, yo, like, can't find your podcast because so far it's only been uh, searchable on Spotify. So I have taken some steps to try to get it onto other platforms. And I think it's kind of a work in progress. So if you're listening to this on Spotify, go try check it out on iTunes, Castbox, like Google Podcasts, and see if you can find it. And hopefully it should be up on those platforms by the time you guys hear this, to be honest.
1: Yeah. Oh man. Does that mean that we're going to need to ask people to like start leaving reviews on our podcast? It's like that. those (laughs) podcasts I listen to like,
0: five stars, five stars. It really helps the podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, in every episode. Yeah. I mean, on that note, if you're Uh, listening to this not on Spotify, you'll hit us with a five-star review. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) Only if you really enjoy it, though. Yeah, that's true. If you feel like there's some stuff that's lacking, like, let us know. Like, you can put it in there. It's all good.
0: Yeah. We're Um, Gucci. Yeah, and if you want to stay updated with the latest... Uh, posts and episodes and little sound bites then hit up our instagram Podcast, and yep. really uh, manages that page and keeps it up to date with new episode drops and stuff like that and
1: yep, yep, yep. little graphics actually how about we talk about some of the feedback we've been getting this week have you heard anything
0: yeah actually i've been like hearing quite a bit and like week on week it's kind of building and then that's why like despite the fact that i had like a pretty a pretty shoddy week, personally I yeah. was like really determined to, to record the next episode and then Sydney was like busy as all weekend and I was like yo yeah. bro we gotta get it in gotta do yeah. it for the listeners um so we, we gotta we are, build so we're here at like 9 50 p.m Sunday night got to work tomorrow but um <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah no but yeah. some of the feedback is like you know people listening to some of the older episodes and just really enjoying like some of the stories yeah they really were funny like shout out Lexi <laughs> she like was able to recount all these, like, stories that uh, from my life about the money episode. And she was, like... Hey. Oh, yeah. Just, like, saying how sad she felt about, like... Yeah. She was, like, oh, because c- c- she's... Uh, how can I say this? I think she had quite a different upbringing to myself. Yeah. As far as, yeah. um, like, material possessions and stuff like that. So, I think it was yeah. quite, like, novel hearing my stories from my upbringing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: did it feel weird? Did it, did it feel, like, too personal? It's like, well, you'd know, like, way too much about me.
0: No, nah, well, I mean, the thing is, like we are sharing a lot of our personal stuff but it's all with the objective of people getting something out of it and yeah yeah i think as long as like people are you know getting these wider perspectives getting some more tools and and ways of thinking to to improve their lives then like Mm. it's just like really rewarding i think that's probably the
1: yeah how about yourself yeah nothing out of the blue really i think um well I mean i mean um there's
0: there's been also actually now another one that comes to mind, um there's like what fifth week in a row, but uh like David <laughs> and Gareth we've kind of been having an ongoing conversation, but like yeah he he's not he's well on his way to winning the next gong cha, I think for most engaged uh, oh, listener.
1: <laughs> but when they yeah. when they like leave feedback, there's gonna be like an ulterior motive <laughs> yeah they don't well, have I mean for the for the bubble tea. yeah,
0: I mean I ain't even mad about that. But it's it's been a real throwback because honestly, how when I was eleven, so year seven, yeah, that's seventeen years ago. Like me, David, and Gareth used to hang out like every day after school, yeah, because we yeah. lived super close together. So we'd be like going on the trampoline, like classic Kiwi, you know, riding our bikes around. Yeah, and, um, it's just buzzy that like we've been kind of like reconnecting because before yeah, yeah. this podcast, awesome, before this podcast, I hadn't talked to them for, for probably the last ten years.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I haven't really talked um, to Gareth much since high school, really, and David um, after we finished like architecture together. So it's been good. Today's topic about stress, yeah. like, where did it come from again? Like, someone suggested it.
0: Yeah, oh, uh, it was actually might have been Celeste from the Kiwi Asian podcast. Oh, yes. Because so, we were recording yeah, together and we're there. like, yo, you guys have any ideas for us? And we had a couple of ideas come up, but stress was actually a topic that me and said, had talked about before and it's something Mm -hmm. that I personally think a lot about. And it's pretty relevant to my life right now because you could say I think I am like you could like I'm not stressed, but that's because of the stuff we're about to talk about. But you can say that my life is under a lot of stress, if that makes sense. Right, right, right. Yeah, because on the on the topic of stress, like why why we really wanted to talk about it is actually I was telling Sid before before we started recording this properly is like I feel like it's a topic that a lot of uh, like people I know could, like, if they could manage their stress better, it could be so beneficial for their life. And yeah, because of that, like, potential benefit of this episode, yep. I was like somewhat anxious before recording. Yeah, and I'm like, I, I, I normally don't feel like that, so that's yep. kind of what's at stake in this episode. So if if you're if yep. you're right here, just no, I'm, I'm gonna do my best. So hope you got your thinking hats and your are listening whatever. What, what is it? Is there a listening hat? Because this is going to be a gainy one if you feel stressed yep. and you want to figure that out
1: yeah okay so how should we kick things off should we um maybe talk about how we define stress yeah because
0: might i think some in some other episodes we started off with like personal stories first but in yep. this episode what we thought might be good is we'll leave the personal stories till the end because then mm-hmm. we can kind of talk about some of our key like takeaways and learnings of how to deal with stress first and then yep. we can kind of talk about how we've applied those in those stressful stories. Yep. So yeah, no, I think that's that's a great start. So defining stress, I guess if we head up the good old Google.
1: Oh, um, classic. This is one episode. The listeners just waiting for five <laughs> seconds, waiting for you to type it in. <laughs> no, nah, see, on this one, I actually I actually prepared it beforehand. Oh. Um, so oh. What, one definition of stress
0: is like being subject to pressure or tension. Like in one de- in some other definitions, it's talking about that like material pressure or tension. So if you think right, about like right. you know you stress, like if you're bending a branch, you're applying stress to it, and then un- when right. that stress gets too too much for 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 it to handle, it breaks. That same definition can apply over to you know like non tangible things. So like mm. um, you know our minds, our emotions, like mental state, you know stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. a little analogy that I used. To think about stress actually is like the gym because right. I guess that's because you're your a gym like, bro. Yeah. yeah <laughs> No, <laughs> dang no, don't call me that. I can't um, communicate
1: with this guy. <laughs>
0: yeah. If you don't know that reference, go hit up. What episode was it? Just like exercise one. Get
1: fit. Get fit. Yeah.
0: Um, no, no, no. It's not. No. No. Adjusting it's, to university. It's the, yes, it's the career one. Oh, no, Adjust, adjusting to work. Life yeah. after university. Yeah, that's the one. But um, no, nah, I, mean, I mean, I'm mean, i very into kind of like my fitness and working out. So uh, my gym analogy is when we lift weights, we, uh, we're yep. kind of putting, we're subjecting our body to pressure, right, to tension. Yep. So say I'm trying to bench a certain weight. So let's just say 100 kilos. I'm trying to bench that weight. And as I'm like, as that weight, I'm holding that weight. It's, it's exerting pressure on me, right? And by this definition mm-hmm. of stress, my body is stressed in um, yep. and, and that state. So, there's basically two things that I can do, two ways I can respond uh, mm-hmm. to manage that stress, right? Mm-hmm. So, I can either adapt so that I get stronger, in which case, once yep. I'm stronger, then I'm much better able to lift that weight. So, say if I can normally lift 100... So, this is, these numbers are inflated, by the way. It's just a nice round number. So, normally, let's say if I can <laughs> oh. <laughs> lift... I can't bench okay. 120 kilos. So, let's say I could bench 120 kilos then benching mm-hmm. 100 kilos would be less stressful for me, right? Yep. Because I've gotten stronger. I've adapted to that 100 kilos, so it's mm-hmm. no longer as stressful for me. Yep. So that's kind of one way I can manage that stress. Another way yep. of managing stress is to decrease the load, so to make that weight lighter. So if I'm just right. not strong enough and that 100 kilos is going to injure me or it's going to break me, then mm-hmm. the smart thing to do to manage that stress on my body is to make the weight lighter. So maybe I should be working with 80 kilos instead. So basically that's kind of like in a way that can be applied across over to life and in all different parts of life as well. You know, we either to manage stress effectively, we can either grow ourselves and adapt to meet it. And therefore we'd be better able to manage that stress or we figure out ways to decrease the stress and kind of, take away whatever's causing the stress in our lives. So I think that's, our over, that's kind of like the our introduction. And yep. I think what me and Sid will do now is we'll get into kind of different ways in our lives that we've been able to do that. So how we've either been able to adapt and rise mm-hmm. to be able to then manage more stress and more workload in our lives, or alternatively, yep. how we've been able to reduce stress so that we handle less stress at any given time. Gucci, did I miss
1: anything, Sid? Yep. No, no, I think that was good. Um, I was just thinking, um, could you, like, give an example of where, like, how, like how this analogy could transition to, right, a life right? example? Let's say work, right? Or, or yep.
0: like, start, I mean, let's say work. I would say, like, um, that's probably quite relatable. So, let's say I start a new job and yep. I initially have, I get given a task. or let's say i get given 10 tasks and i'm like oh my goodness i don't know how to do these things yeah like trying to do all this in a 40-hour week this is like freaking stressful like like meeting these deadlines this is stressful because like there's all these there's this workload that is applying Mm -hmm. exerting pressure onto me yeah so there's two ways i can approach this so one way is i could go if I think it's actually quite unreasonable, then I can go talk to my manager or go figure out ways to maybe spread the workload or to um, reduce the amount of tasks I need to do. So maybe I'm like, Hey, I just started and I actually can't do this. So could I just do these eight instead? So that would be kind of dropping the weight. Right. Yep. And then in that way, if they agree to it, then now you're less stressed because you have to do less. Yeah. The other way would be realizing, Hey, actually yeah it's stressful because i don't know how to do these things but let me just learn how to do them let let me like figure it out like i'm like okay once i learn how to do these 10 tasks in like a week or two Mm -hmm. then by that third week i'm gonna be way less stressed because i've now adapted and i've learned how to do these things that's pretty much like a like for like analogy just out of the gym and into the office (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) this is like the story of your life bro
0: huh (laughs) Yeah. I I mean pretty much like and and I think anytime (laughs) you're stressed, like this is what you want to think about. And I think me and Sid will kinda delve into like different specific skills or or mindsets that you can apply Mm. to kind of yeah, how you actually go about doing that. Because I mean obviously that's much easier said than done. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll try to get into that and then we'll get into
1: some get into some last stories. So the first principle, um, just so I can like understand it better the first principle um, of adapting to stress and get like to get stronger. Yeah. So that's like rising up to the challenge. Yeah, kind of. I think so. Yeah. That's yeah. a good way of putting it. Yeah. And then, and then, and then the second principle is more like, um, the challenge is too hard. Let's reduce or let's, um, make the challenge a bit easier.
0: Yeah. Yeah. C- cause yeah. cause that's the thing is like, I think stress sometimes is thought about kind of negatively, like, yeah, we right. don't want to be stressed, but at the same time, stress is the thing that promotes growth. In your life, because if yeah. you're never challenged and pressured, then why would yeah. you need to grow, right? So, yeah, um, I think yeah, it's just important to look at stress as a neutral thing. Too much of it at any one time, that's not going to yeah. help because that'll injure you or that'll break you. Yeah, so that's when you need like what you said. Like I think you need to reduce it. But yeah. if it's the right amount of stress and you manage it well, then that's what's going to mm-hmm. be that catalyst for that growth in your life.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. But if
0: you're listening to this podcast, hopefully you're keen to keen to do some growing
1: so maybe we talk about the first principle first like getting stronger Mm -hmm. and if we continue to use the gym analogy progressive overload is like the key to um, getting stronger okay so for those of you that that don't gym aren't gym bros (laughs) yeah aren't gym bros or actually if you don't really do much exercise well, with gym training in general. I mean,
0: I, I mean let's just use a like a, a much more like a relatable example, like push-ups, right? So you don't like, I yeah. mean, oh, yeah. even okay. if you don't go to a gym, I think you would have done some form of push-up or sit-up or something
1: or, in your life. Yeah, or like during lockdown, you would have maybe done like the twenty-five push-up challenge or the various challenges that there were like over like multiple days. Yeah. yeah. So trying to do more push-ups as a goal, like yep. the first day, you you try go hard, you try go the maximum, you do you do eight. And yep. then the next day, you just keep trying and doing more. And yep. I mean that's the basic principle. So every day you're adding a little bit more. It's kind of like your body yeah. will adapt. And yeah, get stronger it's kind of like you do. Yeah, like
0: say you do eight, and then you you repeat that, and then the next day, you're able to do eight a little easier, because maybe yeah. that means your body's gone a little stronger, and then yeah. at some point you're able to do nine, and then like mm-hmm. yeah, so it's just like what you said, right? So so that's that's what we mean by progressive overload. is that. Very gradual, challenging of yourself, mm.
1: and you improve. So, how
0: would you apply yep. that?
1: I guess to to life, though. Uh, an example I was thinking was like the amount of responsibilities I had in my life. Right. Uh, at a certain point during uh, university, I was uh, leading a small group, yep. and that was basically uh, my core concern at that point, or like you know, outside of studying. Basically, what's involved is you know emotionally caring for people, uh, preparing topics to discuss on Friday nights think about what the people uh, like what the people in the group needed so say you know maybe we need we just need to hang out just spend more time together or maybe we actually need to dive deeper into certain principles Mm -hmm. um, or maybe challenge each other so you know there's a lot of energy that that's involved with it yeah and so that was why one of my key responsibilities another was you know responsibility as as a student, to be studious and diligent in my studies, yeah, um, and I think with architecture it was it's quite different to our, other degrees where mm-hmm. you know it's like handing in assignments and whatnot yeah so little by little, um you know because I think a lot of people may see us as capable, but they don't see like what we've been through yeah like it's it's quite common to see the final result but not see the hard work that's kind of gone through it, yeah so I think slowly by adding on. So I didn't become a small group leader until maybe my third or fourth year uni. So by then I was already quite, I was already used to university.
0: Right. So I
1: was used to the workload. I I knew what to expect. And then I I add another thing to my plate Yeah. and then I add another thing to my plate and then I think I just kept going and then I've increased it. And then I may have decreased it sometimes as well if I couldn't manage it. But yeah, basically I just progressively overloaded the amount of responsibilities I had. So
0: that your plate just gets bigger and bigger slowly. Um, Without overflowing, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Because I think one issue is like if you put too many things on your plate, it's like then you get super stressed and you don't have that capability to adapt because you're too stressed. Yeah. But if you just add one thing at a time, then you can you actually have enough energy to adapt, adapt to yeah to rise up to that challenge. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a really good way of putting it. Yeah.
1: It's like like playing golf or or like hitting a golf ball in a driving range, right? Okay. Like when you first start, there's too many things to concentrate and you're overwhelmed by the amount, and it's not necessarily stress, but the amount of mental coordination and physical coordination required okay. is too much. Right. But then if you slowly start on working your arm swing and then working on your footwork, or not your footwork, but your positioning, yep. you know, where your shoulders are square, like all that sort of stuff, you slowly yep. build, that in, build that into your muscle memory, mm. you get to a point where you can actually swing and drive the ball to the right location
0: yeah and it's like if you apply that across the life responsibilities it's like you know for some people like paying the bills for the first time and figuring that Mm -hmm. out that could be quite stressful like you don't want to be late you don't want to incur extra charges Uh, oh man like why is that bill so high this month why is this one so like but once you kind of figure that out you can almost chuck it on autopilot and it's kind of like life muscle memory and it's just like okay like that's just something i can handle no problem Likewise with like work, you know, bring, bring back to that work example. Like maybe yep. you, you start a new job and it's like real unfamiliar and you got to pour mm-hmm. more energy into that. But once you've yep. got that suss, you've got your relationship suss, you and your manager are good. You can almost yep. check that on autopilot so that now that's not taking up as much of your capacity. Yeah. And then yep. you can just kind of take on new things. So, I mean, that's a pretty simple cool. principle way. Like we probably don't need to dwell too much on that. I think that's yep. like just taking a little bit at a time. Um, so mm-hmm. if you're, I guess, to make it more practical, if you're feeling s- kind of like real stressed right now, or you got to decide, hey, is this stress? Do you have a way to adapt to the stress? Like, can you can can you get to a point where you're going to be comfortable with us? And is this just a short-term mm-hmm. thing, or yep. is this like are you continuously stressed? Because if you're continuously stressed and you're not growing, then that's when you gotta, you're not really progressively overloading. That's you're probably yeah. you're kind of um just on your Driving. way towards getting injured. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just like me yeah. just trying to like push out 100 kilo bench press of like bad form and like, oh, let me yeah. try again. And then I can't, and then it's just like falls on me and I get people to help me. And I'm just like, nah, again. I got this <laughs> Yeah, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah.
0: That's bad, that's some bad stress right there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so with progressive overload, it's like you know, you start from a little bit small and you kind of build up to it. But what if you're already at a position where you need to adapt? Like, what are some tips that you can give?
0: Yeah, I guess that's the other thing. Like, taking up more responsibilities to adapt is almost like just jumping into the fire. It's like, it's yeah. like being baptizing yourself in the fire kind of thing. But like, yeah. sometimes when you're not stressed, you can still improve your work capacity. Right. Okay. So I think like the thing is, the more like, <laughs> okay so here's a here's a pretty i'm um, shameless self plug like, i feel like by listening <laughs> by listening to our podcast what you're doing is you're essentially you're kind of tapping into like the thoughts of like me and sid and we're two guys who have put like quite a lot of thought into these topics over the course of uh let's say the last 10 years uh-huh. so if you're able to get some kind of learning or some sort of value or some sort of benefit out of like these episodes in one hour um, mm-hmm. that we've spent like many many hours and many years f- applying to ourselves, then in your life when these situations come up for you, now you have equipped yourself. Like you've kind of got yourself stronger in some yeah. way. Like if you bring yeah. it back to that gym analogy, like, you've made yourself more capable of handling high levels of stress in these different areas. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Like if you think about like weight loss, if you're always stressed about damn, like, how do I lose weight? Um, Just can't seem to figure it out. And then you go listen to our Get Fit episode and say that gave you some, any kind of, like, a little bit of insight towards what nutrition means and how um, you don't need to worry too much about certain things in your diet and you should focus on, you know, the calories in, calories out thing. So in that way, now you're a little bit more capable of managing, you know, that stress of overeating and the stress of weight loss It's not like Mm. a complete solution, obviously, but um, that's like one little step towards um, growing more competent in different areas of your life. Mm. Mm. So I think that's quite an important one, eh? Like just that mindset of self-improvement. And I'm I'm trying to like relate it back to the gym analogy, but
1: it's, can't do it. (laughs) Or it could be like, um, I don't know, potentially like looking at videos or guides on, like how to like the form eh? like like better movement and form yeah yeah yeah, yeah and like, like, to like mental cues oh Maybe. yeah 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 um yeah. i mean like if you
0: don't really get those things don't worry too much about it uh, it's, it's yeah. kind of like gym bro talk <laughs> <laughs> that's one so progressive overload uh, i think do you have anything
1: more to add to that i was just going to mention one thing i want to challenge our listeners is if you are benefiting from you know the, the episodes or any sort of material. Like, try challenge yourself to apply it because I think a common trap is that I fall into is I listen about stuff, yeah, and then I think I've learned it, right. But in reality, it's still in my head, or it may be in my head, but yeah. I haven't quite fully understood it. So, for example, you gotta make it um, yours. Yeah. So for me, like, uh, I how I got into podcasts was I like listening to people talk about game, like gaming stuff. Yeah. You know, they talk about um, positioning to talk about things outside the game that you can control. So, you know, your mental state and approaching competitive gaming, or it could be like, you know, little tips and tricks or, you know, what's, what's like a good mindset and stuff. Okay. And so when I listen to it, I feel like I'm leveling up. Yeah. But in reality, until I apply those learnings, yeah. I'm not actually learning up. So it's almost like a fake level up that you yeah. feel yeah. like, it's like endorphins, right? Like you can, you feel like, oh yes, this is really good. Yeah. But if you don't apply them, then you're not going to learn them.
0: Yeah, hundred percent agree. And then uh, that's when the that's when the real learning happens. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, like, moving into a second, I guess, uh, damn, what would be the right thing? I think a second takeaway, I guess, that I've learned that has really helped me be able to mm-hmm. lift more weight, more life weight, so to speak, is to build the right friendships. So yeah. I'm I'm being quite intentional with the words there. Quite a common thing I've heard from others like places it's like, you know, you want to have the right friends, but I feel like having the right friends, it's quite a, it puts the emphasis on like your friends being the right people. And it kind of okay. removes your personal responsibility from it. Right. Um, I prefer thinking of this much more as I like, building the right friendships because building is something that we have to do. And it's a, it takes work. And it also, you get to kind of like determine, you know, the outcome. Yep. It's not just having something or not, it's choosing to build your friendships in a certain way. So mm-hmm. what I mean by that is like, if I bring back to that gym analogy, there's something called spotting. So basically like, say I'm trying to lift that 100 kilos and I just can't, mm-hmm. right? But if I had two friends next to me and they just grab that weight and pulled it up, that's gonna, like, that's gonna effectively let me lift that weight. Yeah, It's not from my own power, but it's like, they're just helping me lift it it's not a perfect analogy because you don't really want to do that when you're working out. Cause then your muscles don't really adapt as much because then you're kind of like faking mm-hmm. yourself, but in real yeah. life, this is not so much, this is oh. quite a separate point to that first one. Cause this is like, you want, once you build those friendships, those friendships are with you through every aspect of life. And in that way, if I always had those spotters now, it's just like, yo, I could bench 100, and thirty kilos as a baseline. If I have those two yeah. guys next to me, like
1: pulling it up. Right. So one thing I want to clarify is, so with spotting um, in a gym sense, basically they only like help you if you're about to fail the lift or more a about to thing. injure yourself. Yeah. Yeah. But like, is that what you mean? Like, Are they only there to catch you when you're about to uh, fail? Or, or do you mean it more like by the, not, like, the to combined be honest, strength? Yeah, I'm, I'm just talking
0: about the combined strength there. So it's kind of like, if you think of like right, the okay. crack up image of just like, you know, those fake videos where you see like a dude lifting like, heavy and it doesn't seem like he's trying and then it pans out and it turns out he's got people lifting it next to him yeah yeah, yeah. it's like it's it's almost like that but if you apply it to life that's actually a good thing right because the thing is that weight that heavy weight is still being lifted so for example if i'm tackling like a really difficult life issue yeah and i'm like really struggling with it and i can't i just can't handle it and then i have one or two friends that, you know, I've built into, like we've built that friendship together over years. And like, Mm -hmm. we know we want to help. We've got each other's back. Then they come in and then they bring their life advice. They bring their practical skills. They bring in, they just bring in their support. Mm -hmm. And now we just tackle that thing that I was struggling with by myself. We just, we just tackle it easy peasy. Yeah. And in that way, I'm able to do more. Like I've managed my stress because my friends are there to
1: help me out. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, you're really adapting to it. So, so yeah. as a life example, perhaps like say I'm struggling in a work situation. Yep. And I'm stressed because, like with the first example you mentioned, there's too many tasks. My manager is not managing me right, correctly, and yep. so then I talk to my friends, and they're like, "Oh, I think you're being a bit unreasonable here. Um, there's like your manager expects these certain things to be done earlier, so why not work on these things? Like, is that what you mean?"
0: Yeah, or or say one of your friends actually knows how to do those tasks and he can just walk you through it and teach you. So, so it's just about having that support from the right friends regardless of what, what that help looks like and what that support looks like. Mm, mm. Um, I think having the right friends in your life that you, yeah. And then, and then like I said, it's about building those friendships. Yeah. It's so if you don't have supportive friends right now, how can you actually go be that supportive friend for someone else? Yeah. Um and then and in, in turn then they'll they'll be able to become their supportive friend for you.
1: Yeah, I was thinking of an I was trying to think of a work example and I think that's quite hard, right? Because there's not many friends that work in the same industry as you. Yeah. But as I was thinking about it, like I think one person that really helped me last year um during my registration was talking to Gary. Yeah. So he's in a year above me and he went through similar thoughts. So yep. I think one one common thought is doubt and that is am I good enough? Can I become registered? It's almost like the thing where like the more, you know, the more you realize you don't know. Yep. So when I was just like, you know, um, excavating the mountain of knowledge, I was just like, crap. There's so many things. Yeah. 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 But it was really good to like talk to him about it and, you know, like, and he, he had successfully gotten through it and, Mm. you know, just hearing from him like, Oh yeah. Yeah. These things that you should expect them and like, you can definitely do it. Yeah. And like just hearing that is like, Oh yeah. Yo, like, I'm, I'm benching this 130. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's true. Actually. Yeah. That's, that's a good example.
0: Like, and if you're thinking about like work examples, it's kind of, I think sometimes you don't necessarily need to think like, may, maybe building the right relationships maybe is, is maybe a better way of putting it. Oh yeah. Okay. Cause then if you build the right relationships with the right colleagues, I think that can have kind of the same effect as well. Right. Yeah. True. Um, I think, yeah, maybe we can move into, I think we might have a little bit more to talk about as we get into that, that second option of reducing the weight. So how to take away stress from your life. So I think, yeah, one option that we just went over is you adapt and you do things so that you can handle more and more in your life. So one way Mm -hmm. is to just uh, self-improvement and to just slowly take on more and more at a manageable level that you can adapt to. And also just having that right support network around you and building into that. Mm -hmm. The other side of that equation is sometimes it's not that easy, right? Like you can't just build, like sometimes overnight, you can't just get these friends out of nowhere. You can't just grow these new skills and this capability. It takes time. So during that time, you know, I think it's really important to have ways to decrease your sources of stress. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So what are some ways for you, Sid, that you have been yep. able to decrease stress in your life?
1: Actually, I think um it will be better if you go through your principle because I think my one is kind of um an offshoot of it.
0: Okay, it's offshoot. Okay, cool. So I guess for me it took me a while to like be able to say this word actually. I used to always think it, but then saying it is a bit different story. But compact- okay Oh my, I just failed it. Compartmentalizing. <laughs> Why is this so hard? It's just it's like two words compartmentalizing I don't know man yeah. there's something about this word that's I mean it's hard to say and it, to be honest it can be hard to do as well but right. like any skill uh, it just takes practice and you get better and better at it so yeah. what I mean by compartmentalizing is you know all of us we have different areas of our life right like you know I got my work got my home life I got my hobbies uh, you know I got mm-hmm. like my, my my exercise got my church life got my friends and all of these things they come with different, you know, like, diff- th- like different complexities and right. they can all come with different, they can all be potential sources of stress. Yeah. Right? So like, let's say I hurt my, I get an injury in sport. That's kind of stressful. Mm-hmm. Let's say I have yeah. a disagreement with my wife. That could be stressful. Um, let's mm-hmm. say I'm really overworked at work, right? That can be stressful. Mm-hmm. If you don't compartmentalize and that means like separating these things so that they don't yep. interfere with each other in a negative way mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. like how i do it sometimes like i actually visualize like i look into my head and then i i see these like boxes or like these okay. compartments like like i said before like i've been like there's some personal stuff going on in my life right now there's, i've been like putting so much like time and energy into that and mm-hmm. like i'm like oh my gosh like so it's a source of stress right but then after dealing with it i had to go to my basketball game So if I so if I allow myself to take like the anxiety or like the the emotions I was feeling there, and I take it into my basketball game, and I like Mm -hmm. let that affect how I interact with my teammates, how I interact, how I play the game, how this how focused I am on you know winning that basketball game, then Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of like compounding my stress because then say because of that I play worse, and then we lose the game, and that becomes another source of stress, Mm -hmm. and then say now I go home and then I'm just in a bad mood now and then like I yeah. haven't compartmentalized and then like my wife is none the wiser because she's just been chilling at home she's been looking forward to me coming home so we can like eat dinner or whatever and then I'm yeah. just like a grumpy pants to her and then yeah. she's like annoyed I was like, what the heck like why are you grumpy and I'll be like oh yeah. crap like now, now i got to deal with this as well yeah. so in that way like if you let your stress seep into different parts like from parts of your life into other parts it really compound i can really have that risk of compounding
1: right 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 so, so it's, yeah it's almost like you're juggling a lot of balls right yeah and if you let one of the balls uh slip you need to make sure you can keep juggling the rest and not affect the juggling <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, that probably wasn't
0: the thing though. um i mean i guess so in a way yeah i don't know if that's a, the best analogy for it but yeah like so an alternative situation is like, or an alternative like play out of that whole little thing I just did was say I, I just dealt with that annoying stuff in my life and I got to go to my game. So now I, mm-hmm. I I shut the compartment of that one, and I try like I try to just not think about it, right? I'm like right. yo, like that's right now my I got to be present in the moment with my teammates. I want to focus mm-hmm. on this basketball game. Like I love playing mm-hmm. basketball. It's my it's what I really enjoy. So let me yep. enjoy this right now. Like why sh- mm-hmm. why why should the stress from somewhere else and let me enjoy my basketball game this yeah and then say i play better now and i yeah. am and, and yeah and as a result we win the game or i'm just happier with that overall situation and now i go yeah. home and i don't think i mean like i guess the key point here is like com i always try compartmentalizing is like a tool yeah. so you want to just use it as far as it's helpful for you. So say like, if you're real happy about something, then by all means, like yeah. let, that, let, let, those happy, let those happy feelings and like positivity like spread into the different parts of your life. So then that's like what I don't compartmentalize. I'm like, right. yeah, I'm happy about my game. So I'm like, let me go home. Let me be like, let me like be in a good mood. Let me have like dinner with my wife. And um, yeah. and then say like late at night or like later on in the night, I'm like, okay, I've got to go back and address what I was addressing earlier in the day. All right. Let me open mm-hmm. that back up. Let me sit down and then let me like re-engage with it. Right. But in this way, like, yeah, I can kind of tackle them individually.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I think that's a really big key to reducing stress because what this does is it allows you to tackle manageable amounts of stress at any given moment. Right. Whereas if you let everything mix up all together, it compounds and like, it's like a negative spiral into like bigger and bigger stress. Right. And in that way, like you can't manage it. Like it's like someone's just you're trying to bench a hundred kilos, and it's just like, what the? Why is it one hundred and five? Oh,
2: why yeah. is it one hundred
1: and ten? It's just like, oh no, like <laughs> dead. Right, right, right. So, um, so I think for a lot of people, like uh, like stress from work is a, quite a common one. Okay. And yeah. it can permeate throughout your life because then it's yeah. like you know it's the classic where right? It's like, oh, your work's been really busy this week. Yeah. You can't really focus on anything else. Yeah. So, like, I mean, your advice is basically like. Yeah, you need to like turn it off, but but how do you turn it off?
0: See that, yeah, I guess that's the hard thing, and I think like anything, it's a skill, and you don't want to expect yourself to be perfect, right? Mm-hmm. But to learn anything, you got to start off with baby steps. Mm-hmm. So maybe like, um, for a certain person, they got a lot on going on at work, and they say they're fin- they're supposed to finish at five, but they go home, they bring their work home, and they work, they keep working, they have a quick dinner with their family, they keep working till like ten or eleven at night. Mm-hmm. and then they shut it down there's no family time a baby step to me would be hey let me shut it down at 9 p.m i'm going to commit to shutting it down at 9 p.m so i can right go talk with my wife or so i can spend this time with my family or so i can mm. put my kids to bed um yeah. and i i'm going to do my utmost best to shut the door and work yeah i don't think it's realistic to say like yo no nah, man just work your 40 hours then like to that person yeah Cause then yeah. it's too much of a jump. And then if you try to do too much of anything too quickly, that will just become a source of stress in and of itself. Right, right, right. So I think okay. once it, and then once you're able to do that, then you take another step and <laughs> we're just back to progressive overload. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, like, so I think that, that one's like, um, probably a bit more straightforward cause it's like, you know, there's there's an amount of work to do and there's mm-hmm. only a limited amount of hours. So you just, you know, you try do as much as you can per hour yeah but what if it, what if it was like affecting you emotionally so say so you had a bad game and you lost a really tight one yeah and then you go to your um you go to dinner yeah you're obviously in a bad mood you're blaming yourself on certain plays or certain shots that you could have made but you didn't yeah, yeah. how do you like like you're tilted right yeah so how do you not tilt or how do you honestly like it?
0: Like honestly, I think if you're listening to this, you might have heard me say something along the similar lines in previous podcasts, but yep. like just do it, like just make the decision <laughs> like 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 don't make me handhold you through this, just just make the decision, yep. like hey, i'm gonna be like it doesn't make sense for me to be grumpy. like grumpy you know at my friend's like birthday or whatever, yep. like my friend's not the one who loves the basketball game, I'm supposed to be enjoying myself here yeah, like you know for Celebrating my friend. friends, yeah birthday. celebrate my yeah. friend's birthday so why don't yeah. i like so i'm gonna do that yeah and then when you like a lot of it like to me honestly when you ask yourself oh but how am i supposed to do that like people just make things so hard for themselves and honestly a lot of time it's just an internal shift yeah like just decide to to do it yeah um like one quite impactful thing i remember i saw quite a while ago is um you know you have an example right of a dad who, um, so say he's like about to go to work and he's like, yeah, drinking his morning coffee and his daughter accidentally like tips the cup and it spills onto his shirt. Yeah. And let's say he's already like, Oh, and then he's like, Oh, and he gets real pissed off by it. He's just like, Oh my gosh, I was, I had to get out to work already. And then he just like rushes out to work. Doesn't say bye to his wife. um, Or like kind of dismisses her. Like she wants to say bye. And then because now he's like, triggered maybe he doesn't listen to the good podcast he normally listens to on the way to work oh okay i'm not saying it's this one just the normal one Uh, i thought
1: you were gonna plug it
0: (laughs) (laughs) um or like maybe he doesn't listen to like what i do is i listen to like you know like bible like the bible quite often so maybe he doesn't do that and then say he's not as patient on the road and then as a result he like tailgates someone or he picks up a speeding ticket yeah. And he's like extra triggered by that and he gets to work. Right. Uh and now he's just like pissed off at his at his colleagues. Um, like maybe his colleague was about to get him like put him on a big job or his boss was about to like give him a promotion and then he walks in and he's just like has a bad interaction and it makes jo- the right. so it has all these like trickle on effects. Right.
1: But isn't that isn't that almost like slippery slope? What are you trying to elicit? So so what
0: I'm getting at is and alternatively, if this dude at that very first moment Like like it's within his control. When his daughter spilled that coffee on his shirt, Mm -hmm. just choose to not get angry, go in and change your shirt and then just accept the consequences of being like, it would take you what? Three minutes max. Yeah. But then what are those three minutes realistically going to do compared to all like all that, all that negativity that occurred? That potentially. Yeah. Because he didn't control his emotion. Right. Okay. So I think that's, yeah i think that is like a very very key skill is yeah because if you don't compartmentalize it really limits what you're able to do in life as well because say one thing wrecks yeah. you and then suddenly yeah. you can't do anything whereas like say i've been somewhat like well practiced in this skill you know i can just like, it's kind of like you say like well i'm juggling the balls one ball is like suddenly getting like f- real heavy or something but i can still focus mm-hmm. on juggling the, juggling the other balls yeah I'd say that the, the caveat or the, um, the disclaimer I'd put on this is like, like I said, like this is supposed to be like compartmentalizing. It's supposed to be like a tool to be used mm-hmm. to help your life. But mm-hmm. if it turns into like a way of avoiding problems and, you know, like you're just, you're just storing away uh, stuff to not deal with it mm-hmm. at the detriment of your life. So an example I think of is like people that struggle with credit card debt. Mm-hmm. So like, and they're like, they're, they're, they're like broke. They just keep racking up debt on their credit card. But mm-hmm. then they, they compartmentalize that and then they don't think about it. So that when they go out with their friends, they're just like, yo, yeah, let's get this meal. Yeah, I can pay. Yeah. And they don't think about <laughs> it. And then, yeah, um, so that's not good. <laughs> so that, that, that's not good. And that's not what I'm promoting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So you just want to use things as far as they are beneficial for your life, pretty much.
1: Mm-hmm mm mm-hmm. yeah what about you yeah um for me to reduce the weight or to reduce the um the overwhelmingness of a big task or a stressful task is to picture the road to victory so for example um you've got a big assignment okay. you need to do a lot of research you need to write an essay you need to you know make graphics and stuff yep it's just breaking it down into steps so then instead of thinking crap i need to do all this stuff yeah. um, if you break it down to little steps then it's easier for you to manage yeah because then because then you know oh yeah today i need to work on these things yep. tomorrow i need to work on the graphics and get that stuff started and then taking it one day at a time will help you like feel like, it feels like you're reducing the weight but in reality mm. it's the same amount yeah so um an example I have is um architecture. Yeah. Um like so basically in architecture, uh like while well, while I was studying architecture, um, you would get these big assignments. And but understanding the amount of work I need to do or produce was really helpful because then I can understand that each day, even though um I'm not seeing seeing the wider picture yet, I'm working on these little components. And I know that by working on these little components, um, it will reduce, and I'm chipping away at the amount yeah. of work that I need to do. Yeah, right. Um, so, in some ways, it's almost like compartmentalizing. Oh, no, I don't think it's compartmentalizing, but it's almost like it's, it's almost like as
0: soon as it's like this. Yeah, it's almost like as soon as you believe that. A key thing I heard you say is like you, you want to visualize and picture that road to victory. So as soon yeah. as you picture it, and like that means you've you've pictured that pathway there, then mm-hmm. you can believe it'll happen. And just yep. that and just that shift of mindset is already like reduces your stress, right? Because now yep. it becomes like, let's say, I mean, what that makes me think of is like, let's say I need to um, like go to a de- destination, like go to a restaurant mm-hmm. and I don't have the directions, but someone's just, yep. like, yo, I'll meet you there at eight. And it's like 7.45. Mm-hmm. And I like, don't know mm-hmm. how to get there. I just know roughly. And I'm like, mm-hmm. crap, how do I get to this freaking place? And I'm mm-hmm. just like... <laughs> And I and I don't have a clear like idea of how to get out. there. Yes, I'm like freaking yeah. stressed out. Um, compared to like if I just whip out my Google Maps and then I'm like, oh, yep, sweet. It's just like 10 minutes away. Just got to turn here, yep. turn here. There's a car park there. Then yep. I know exactly, like now I know I can, I know how to get there. Yeah. And what was once a stressful task is no longer stressful. Would that be like yeah. a pretty fair? Damn, it's like, it's yeah, like if um, your phone battery runs out in the middle of like a road trip. Yeah, like, then you're, that you're like, gone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so...
1: So I think one thing um, I want to mention as well is even though bringing it down into steps and taking it one day at a time is what I'm recommending, um, there also needs to be a bit of planning to be done. Yeah. So I think with taking it one day at a time can almost mean a bit, you can become a bit Hmm. short-sighted and you don't focus on the wider picture, which is where planning comes in. Because then um, you think about, you know, like this is like the overall picture is you want to finish that assignment. And yep. you want to get the hand in, yeah. Uh, so that's the wider picture, and then the, the smaller picture is that you need to break it down to steps so that you can produce that work. Yeah. And one verse that has really stuck to me um, is um, like the Bible verse. Oh, crap! I'm gonna explain this really bad, so I need gonna need some help. But basically, oh, the oh verse is mind. therefore, therefore, do not <laughs> worry about tomorrow, but tomorrow will worry about itself. Each right. day has enough trouble of its own. Yeah. So. Like, I don't know, for some reason that really like struck me like, oh yeah, like if I just focus on the tasks that I need to do today yep. and not get overwhelmed by the amount of tasks that I have to do, yeah, then sh- slowly but surely, I'm going to finish this. Right. No,
0: I mean, I think that's pretty good. Like, and I think before you brought up, it kind of relates to my point on compartmentalization. And I think yep. that's fair because you're basically like for me before I was talking about not allowing the stresses of one part of your life into the other one, right? Mm. And I think what this verse touches on and I think what you're alluding to is you you don't want to let your worries of the future and mm. the stresses of the future seep into the like your, your present. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. because you want to handle the stresses of the present, which is today yeah. and you handle them well. Yeah. And then well, whatever's in store tomorrow is still going to be there waiting for you. But yeah. if you allow that to compromise what you do today, it's, actually just going to be it's going to be worse for you tomorrow anyway yeah kind of thing so So, something like that
1: yeah so maybe to put it plainly like maybe there's 99 tasks and if you think about all 99 you're gonna like stress the heck out of yourself yeah but if you focus on the five that you've set yourself for today then and you get those done then the next day you only need to like worry about the same like the next five or the next six that you need to worry about
0: yeah no, I think it's a great point. Maybe one more thing that I'd like to add in terms of helping mm-hmm. like, reduce weight. So how to mm-hmm. like decrease the amount of stress you feel um, is to focus on what you can control. And I think these points right. are honestly all pretty related. But um, like in our lives, there are things that our actions can immediately impact. Yeah. And there are things that our actions can't, right? Mm-hmm. so an example is like the weather so no matter how much whatever i do i mean like unless you take it super far-fetched that like i can't affect the weather i mean i'm not yep. trying i'm trying to i'm not trying to be <laughs> like a um i'm not trying to have any hot takes on global warming <laughs> or anything but um yeah yeah oh, let's just no. say let's just say um let's just say like yeah like is it gonna rain in two days or not you know like if it's yeah. gonna rain it's gonna rain if it's not so yep. if i'm really worried if it's stressing me out, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, is it really going to, oh, like, what's I going to do? Mm-hmm. I can't do my laundry yeah. or like whatever. Then like yeah. <laughs> that stress is really unproductive and unnecessary. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas what I can control is, hey, have I put in the right plans? Let's say for wedding, right? Like when we were planning for our weddings, mm-hmm. instead of worrying about what the weather's like going to be on that day, do I know what's, what I'm going to do? And what we're going to do if, it, if it's mm-hmm. sunny or if it's rainy. Because that's what yep. I can control. Yeah. Right. So yep. that's like a simple thing. It's like another thing is say your boss is, and this is probably, this is a bit, probably more applicable. Let's say your boss or let even say like your spouse is doing something mm-hmm. that just like pisses you off. Right. Mm-hmm. You can't really control if they're going to keep doing that or not. Because like they're their own human, right? They're going to decide whether or not they're going to keep doing that. Yeah. What you can control is your action. So instead of letting their actions stress you out, why
1: mm-hmm. don't you
0: stress about, hey, how do you react in a more constructive way? Why don't you right. stress about how can you, what are the things you can control that would reduce the likelihood of them acting in the way that you don't like? Right. Right. So if you're, you know, if you're like, oh, like why does my, crap? I can't even think of an analogy right off the top of my head. Um, but okay. Okay. Maybe this is, let's go back to the work example. So instead of like asking, dang, man, my boss is like so bad. Um, Hey, shout out to my current bosses. If you ever listen to this, I think you guys are great. But if like, why does my boss always micromanage me? Why, why can't he just let me do this for freaking heck? Like, Oh, yeah. Um, instead of allowing that to stress you out, right. Think about what you can control. So what can you do to build that trust with him? so that he no longer has to micromanage you Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or even like, if you want to go more juicy, it's like, what can you do to like get him off your case? Whatever, whatever that means. Like, right. Um, maybe you have to play some mad office politics to like make him stop micromanaging you. Um, even that would be a more productive use of your time than just complaining about his actions. Um, maybe you should resign. Maybe you should should spend your effort into looking for a different job. So all of these are like, good like you know things you can control yeah and don't let the things that you can't control stress you out right i don't know if that like did I, does that Man, make sense
1: i think we need to give like a good like a real solid one eh but I'm, i can't like a solid example yeah like one, one example i was thinking was maybe like you're preparing for a basketball tournament you only worry about your condition and the skills that you can execute but you wouldn't necessarily you wouldn't stress yourself thinking about oh I don't know if my opponents are gonna play well, like like that's just not productive and no one even thinks about that. But for yeah, other situations, yeah. I guess it, yeah
0: like, you, you actually do. yeah I mean I think that's a good analogy actually. So say like you prepare as best as you can. And yeah, you don't like, like I've got a big matchup coming up. I don't know yeah. if the other guy is gonna catch fire that day. I don't know if he's gonna hit every shot he takes. <laughs> Okay, I
1: mean, like, catch fire is, like, like, do you mean literally?
0: <laughs> no, 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 catch fire in a sporting sense. So, like, just, okay. like, play, okay. really, like, super well. Um, yeah. I don't know if, like, my teammates might get sick and he can't play on that day. Like, these are all things that are out of my yeah. control. So, I shouldn't yeah. think about them. Yeah. Uh, but what I can do is, like, say I can scout the other team. So, I could go figure out their tendencies. I can look at if that team, like, who plays well and what times, like, what kind of player are they? Uh, how mm-hmm. can I, what, what, how can I, what can I do on the court and then my preparation to reduce the likelihood of that team playing well, or how yeah. can I prepare myself to give my team the best chance to beat the other team Yeah, um, in very controllable ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that just applies like, honestly, like you can just apply that across like anything. Yeah. It's not, again, I think it's not actually that complex. Just yeah. If ever you find yourself stressed, it's like, are you stressing over things that you can't control? Yeah. In that case just try to again I'm just going to say something like just try to just just try to not stress about them or th- <laughs> or like or redirect your attention yeah. towards things that you can control. I think that's probably Yeah. The... Yeah.
1: I think um yeah, I think the life the life examples for this principle are quite abstract and may not may not seem like realistic enough. So um but I think if you if you think about the preparing for the basketball sort of mindset and you focus on more on yourself rather than out external factors. I think that's just what, I think it just, it's just a lot clearer that way. Or well, like, yeah, like actually
0: this relates to another principle that, um, you know, if you just Google it, you could probably read more about it, but it's the idea of absolute ownership. Yeah. So the idea, I'll just be brief on this, but the idea of absolute ownership is uh, what if you treat every outcome in your life, as if you have like 100% responsible for it. Yeah. So like you don't want to waste any energy in blaming other people or finding other reasons why things aren't going your way because you are always 100% the reason why things either happen or don't happen in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and like obviously this is not true, but this is more of like a mental exercise to think about it in that way. Yeah. So like what if, so say like if you're um, like coming up to an exam, hmm And I'm thinking, okay, it's 100% in my control what grade I get. Now, obviously, in real life, like how the market marks it, um, what kind of questions that they come up with, like Mm -hmm. all of that is kind of outside of my control. Yeah. And they would affect my grade. But Mm -hmm. the whole point of this principle is you want to direct all your attention into thinking that you are 100% responsible. Therefore, all your attention would be directed towards how you can make your actions as like helpful as possible. answers. Yeah. For your situation. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like how can I best answer these questions? How can I best prepare? How can I best ensure yeah. that say, I know that the marker has certain tendencies and things certain height that's on me. I shouldn't complain. Oh, that's not fair. Like, Oh, like that doesn't really yeah. help anything. How can yeah. I help? How can I help myself by ensuring that I answer my questions in a way that that marker Or that lecturer would be most likely to give more marks yeah so you put all of that and then that way you direct all of your energy towards the things that are can actually help you Mm. instead of stressing about the things that you can't even impact yeah i don't know does that does does that make sense yeah yep awesome (laughs) man we've been a lot of theory yeah a lot of a lot of pretty meaty kind of points
1: yeah um, Part I only what? really have like one story to oh, yeah, to yeah. end on. I think one key moment for me was I only feel really stressed if is when I feel overwhelmed by it. I think like that's like one of the key like symptoms for me,
0: like a feeling of being overwhelmed.
1: Yeah, I'm just yeah. like I can't do everything. Like I've had a couple of moments like that. Yeah, and one of them was my mum had like confronted me, uh, mm-hmm. or not confronted, but she she just basically mentioned that like. I'm not home anymore like a lot of the times and I was right. like this was like when I was studying and yep. I was also doing like small group leading where it was taking a lot of my um, like mental energy and she probably wasn't really seeing me much after uni so I'd get home at like six have dinner um, at my desk and then get like maybe relax for a bit and then do more work yeah and she was saying like yeah because and then like that really um, like hurt me because I was trying to juggle everything And then, like, it actually, like, kind of, like, broke me. Like, I was, like, in tears. Because I was, like, man, like, I'm, like, am I just doing too much? Like, like, I'm really, like, enjoying leading and, like, you know, preparing these topics that, like, kind of, like, similar to our conversations. Like, I hope that I'm hoping that are benefiting people. And, like, here it was. It's just, like, my mom just wanted to, like, see more of me. Or, like, and then, like, I, I was just crying. And then she realized, like, what she had said, like, was like the straw that like like it wasn't like she was nagging me like it was just like a comment
0: she was just being honest with you
1: yeah 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 yeah. so then like um yeah so she realized how much like it wrecked me so then so then like like she was like comforting me and like saying i like she shouldn't mean it like that but like um like she just she just wasn't like a bit of confusion yeah she's like like, she's like why are you crying man yeah (laughs) Like I just want you to be like home. More. <laughs> like, like, what's happening? <laughs> um, yeah, and I think that that was like a good um sort of mental check, and made me realize I need to um be more serious about my time management. Right. Because I was quite. I think I was quite like, oh, like I'll just go with the flow. Like, oh yeah, I just need to book in this time here um, to work on my work and then mm-hmm. like you know preparing fellowship, all that sort of stuff, and. But by being more strict with my time management and like almost compartmentalizing or slotting in things, um, it helped me juggle everything and like adapt to the various demands in my life. So at that point, I didn't actually drop anything because I felt like I could do it. Like I can definitely have more family time. Because I think a lot of the time, you know, you know, it's like, it's like classic, right? Like yeah. you get home from work and there's like that maybe like 10, like 20, 30 minute gap where you're not really doing anything. You just scrolling yeah. on your phone or like
0: yeah.
1: right right before you start cooking dinner. Yeah. Like, but like sort of pinching some of those bottle, like some of those wasted times. And I'm not saying like unwinding time is not good, but like yeah. I could make it work by like making some of those sacrifices.
0: Just catching up with your mom during those times and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. So in that way you kind of like rose to like the, the challenge. challenge that was presented in front of you. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. That's a pretty good, um, pretty raw, pretty raw sharing. Yeah. Well, I guess for me, probably like the most stressful time in my life and I've kind of alluded to this in the past, um, is like, was the year leading up to my wedding? Right. Yeah. So, Basically, like, there was just so many, like, parts of my life that I was feeling, like, very ambitious in. Right. And I think that's where I, like, got the whole compartmentalization thing from, honestly. Like, I really had to, like, hone that, hone that skill. And um, I also had to kind of continuously, like, just rise and figure out ways to, like, rise to the next challenge. Mm -hmm. And basically, like, what was happening was, like, I had a lot going on you know, uh, serving at church wise. So I was like, mm-hmm. um, like you, I was like leading a small group. Um, I was um, leading like the church band like I was helping out with kind of like different stuff. And mm-hmm. like that w- was taking up time. Um, I was trying to do, and I like genuinely believe this at the time I've touched on it in the past, but I was like doing a startup, you know, with friends and mm-hmm. like trying to figure out how to make that like work so that I could like quit my job. And, mm-hmm. uh, I was working like a full-time job, at the same time, mm-hmm. and, like, like a, mm-hmm. you know, like, a decently busy, like, kind of high-performing consulting company. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, like, planning a wedding. I was still, like, playing basketball three to four times a week, and I was still mm-hmm. trying to gym with all these, like, mm-hmm. physical, like, like, lifting goals, like, three mm-hmm. to four times a week. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, still wanted to make time, you know, to see Joe every day and, like, hang out with her. And, yeah, so that basically was a lot that year oh no and i and i was also studying for a professional qualification oh uh, i was like studying like for like a equivalent to like kind of like a master's thing like yes (laughs) so i guess so i guess the ways that i managed uh like tools that i I used to adapt was i really tackled things one like i I think all the things we talked about i had to like make full Mm -hmm. use of them like you know like envision my road to victory and then like really take things one thing, one day at a time um, yeah. I had to make sure I could be fully focused on that day's work and that particular mm-hmm. part of like what I was doing. So if I went to the gym, I was going to like, yeah, I'm going to get in. I'm going to get my 45 minute workout in, hit, hit these lifts. And then I'm mm-hmm. going to go, and then I'm going to go spend some time with Joe, plan some wedding stuff, take off some stuff off there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm going to go like, and that's how the whole polyphasic sleeping thing came
1: in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to manage, like, try to adapt to it, right? Right.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, that was basically that I was testing my limits to see if I could, like, sleep less and less and just do these, like, naps to... And if I could still keep operating. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, I think I kind of adapted but kind of didn't because people kept telling me, like, I looked really worn down. So, I think me, I was kind of adapting and doing more and more, but at the same time, I was mm-hmm. slowly wearing down. Right. And... Yeah, like I did reach, I definitely reached a point A, like where um, I think like the, like the stresses of everything just like got to me. So I kind of right. reached a point to like kind of where you got to where that feeling of being overwhelmed and like how I can't, I can't do this anymore. I yeah. was like, man, I'm like grinding, doing this and doing this and doing this. And then there were certain things that came out with like wedding planning that was just like, I felt like was out of my control, but I still yeah. had to like kind of control it And then like that feeling was like, oh crap, like, and honestly, that's also where I learned like a lot of conflict resolution, right? Because like conflict with your like fiance is going to be a huge source of stress. And anyone can attest to this, you know, if you're having conflicts with your spouse or your fiance, that's going to be a huge source of stress. Mm. So as a way to adapt to that stress, it was just like, yep, I got to figure out how to do conflict resolution. Mm. And that was like a big part of like that adaptation as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. This wasn't really like even that much of a, (laughs) I don't even know. It was just a, I guess that was just like probably the most stressful time of my life. And it's almost like after I've gone through that now, like nothing in life feels that stressful. Right. So maybe that's like a a, a takeaway, a take a, final takeaway, a bonus point is (laughs) if you can just get it, go into the fire and come back out then in the future, it's just like, Oh yeah. easy. You're going to be refined. Yeah. Yeah
1: all right awesome did you have anything else you want to talk about
0: uh not really like <laughs> i think we've been saying this at the end of every episode but we're like Yo, it's been kind of a long one so i'll just cut it here but tonight i think it's maybe genuinely been quite a long one yeah yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah like yeah. we yeah we've i think we've touched on quite a lot of ideas and honestly in probably like the hour hour and a half it's definitely not enough time to digest all of them so mm yeah feel free to like as we always say like reach out to us if anything we said didn't quite make sense or you just want to chat further on like we really welcome that kind of discussion yeah no thank you guys very much for
1: listening and being yeah.
0: a part of the, the leon chat podcast
1: oh nick minute we named the listeners huh we named the listeners <laughs> <laughs> what why what do you mean like like you know how every like Different podcasts may call like deaf listeners something. Like you know how PJF calls. Oh yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Hello, my. Okay.
0: Alright, what's it gonna be?
1: What? No, 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 no. no. I'm, not, I'm just joking. What the Leong Chas? What the? the no, the char guys. <laughs> no, no, don't make it The chagos <laughs> <laughs> The char girls. What the heck? The char
0: Oh man, <laughs> I don't even know. man. Oh, man. Okay, well. Um, but yeah, yeah I... if you guys got. Oh no, no. What were you gonna say?
1: Oh, I was just gonna say I really enjoyed um, talking about it. Um, today like just yeah just like basically being able to like internalize and and then now like externalizing a lot of the things that and refining a lot of the principles that we've gone through so then I know now like if I experience like new stress it's like oh yeah I can I can remember the stuff that we talked about today because before it was just like it's like this mysterious art like where somehow I, I wasn't really getting that stress but now that I've broken it down it's yeah. like, oh, right. True. Yeah. Like I either need to talk about it with someone like with the right friendships or relationships yeah. or like, oh yeah, maybe I just need to like, um, compartmentalize it and engage it in the right mindset or in the right time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 And, uh, just little like, apology if I, you know, it didn't quite make a lot of sense because, like, this is kind of like inception because I'm talking about stress, but I'm also in a pretty stressed time of my life. So yep. then I'm like compartmentalizing stuff to come and record this podcast. So it's like, right. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like, yeah, uh, yeah no, nah, but it's, you know, if you guys got anything out of this, like we said, we kind of joked about it at the start, but if it's possible to leave a review on whatever you guys are listening on, check us a review, pass us on to your friends that you think might benefit as well. And Mm -hmm. we shall catch you in the next one. See ya. See y'all.
2: Oh Oh my. Oh
0: my.